This week's episode is brought to you by Sriracha, the leading brand in hot sauce since millennials came to walk the earth. Sriracha. Why is there a rooster on it? Hey everybody, welcome to Access at Night. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. And I'm Root Beer. And I'm Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> I like Dr. Pepper. Uh, today we're talking about uh, the newest set that has come out in English. Uh, if you're listening to this, it's Friday, so that means it comes out today. Uh, GBT12, a.k.a. Dragon King's Awakening. Oh, man. Um, so the reason we had Root Beer on this is Oracle Think Tank got a lot of stuff, and Root Beer knows Oracle Think Tank. I mean, they got... A big one, big thing, and a lot of other stuff. Yeah, but like, basically, we we brought you here, Rupier, so it wasn't Matt and Matt and I just screaming. Oh my God, Stillwater! So it's, the name is Ichikashima. Whatever, Stillwater, <laughs> man. If you've watched Almost Famous, Stillwater. Um, so to those of you on the YouTube channel or just new listeners, how this works is we go through all of the cards from GR down through the double R's, and then. You know, say like say their effects, say a few words about them, and then after that's done, we'll uh, take a look at any commons or rares that pique our interest, and then the set as a whole. So why don't we get started? Uh, starting off, we have the cover card of the set, Drag Strider Luard. Um, so Luard learned how to make himself into a dragon. Finally, uh, he is uh, still his GB two Ritual Seven. So, uh, retire two rear guards when he attacks, you may pay the cost. If you do, choose any number of cards from your hand, drop them, and this unit gets plus 3k for each thing you discarded. If the number of cards you discarded is two or more, until the end of the battle, it gets uh, crit plus one, drive plus one, and your opponent cannot call grade one or greater cards from a uh, hand to rear guard, cir- or guard circle. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this don't be good. Uh, I, I think this... Doesn't this change the lore deck completely from like this kind of dirtily, like try and kill him with Ardizer every turn to head for this? I mean, I don't think anyone's been doing the dirtily deck. I think everyone's been doing the Grozny loop anyways uh, until right, this for, card. I forgot well, about the Grozny loop. Well, this card doesn't work with the loop because yeah, Ritual Seven is insanely high, mm-hmm. and it well. definitely necessitates Morfessa. Yeah. I think people have changed it to use the grade one version of Grozny as a booster for him. Yeah. Yeah, that seems pretty good to me. Um, so Loop Ard gets stronger. Uh, and unfortunately, this makes the deck more expensive because you have to get this GR in uh, what, one or two. And then on, on top of that, you have to get more Fessa. Screw that. <sighs> And you still want Belly All Owl so you can maintain your hand advantage. Which is a $30 double R, I might add. Also, do not discard your whole hand to this. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Watch, well, you discard your whole hand and your opponent Miracle Heals. It, dude, that would, be, that would just be Justice. <laughs> that would be Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be Omar. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Omar would discard his whole hand against. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and his opponent would Miracle Heal and he'd get upset. And it's like, you could have just discarded two cards. Yeah. Uh, optimally, optimally speaking, what's the best amount of cards to discard? Let's say you have ten. The cards minimum. In hand. The, the minimum. Well, just drop two and you're good. Yeah. Why would you ever drop more than two for three? Like you're basically trading a card for three K power. That's a bad rate. Yeah, that's true. Like you, like you could just call them and have a booster get three K every time, mm-hmm. which is already better. 
Like, there's no yeah. reason to discard this effect. So you just want yeah. you just want the crit and the quad drive and the guard restrict. Yep. All yep. right. Cool. Uh, the other gr. All right. Yeah. Evil Eye Hades Emperor Shiranui Mukuro. All right. Here we so go. Is, so this is one of those Nubatama cards that. It, it might sound a little bit like a Murakumo card because they're basically the same clan, except not. Um, so it's, it's, it has Dominate, you know, the Dominate keyword, which is the new keyword for Nubatama. Once per turn, Soul Blast 2, GB2. Soul Blast 2, choo, uh, choose any face down card in your G zone, turn it face up, and then discard a card from your hand. Stand all of your Dom. Stand, stand and, dominate and dominate all of your opponent's vanguards and attack. And attack. All, you know, period, and attack. Apparently, you don't yeah. have to attack the thing. And for that battle, that vanguard battles all of your opponent's rear guards. So I think they need to have something on the board to attack. Yeah. All right. So they get around this by saying that you should be on Obero just so they they always have something. Yeah. But like it, it is in. So I think it be, since it says attack yeah. and not attack a unit, you can attack on an empty board. So yeah. the, the way I want to describe it is like this. If let's say there's an empty parking lot, right? You can throw a rock at every car in that parking lot. <laughs> you just don't throw any rocks, right? It's fine. Yeah. But like you still threw a rock at every car in that parking lot. It's attacking all versus attacking a thing that's not there. Mm. there there's mm-hmm. a difference. Okay. So you, st- so you still get your twin drive. Um, yes. And what do you, what do you think of this, Matt? I think it's, um, like, you basically get two drive checks, and that's pretty much, and you wipe your opponent's board. So, in most cases, the board wipe, I guess the board wipe is going to change in relevance. I guess it depends on what you're playing. Yeah, so, if your opponent's board matters, this card's fine. Mm-hmm. I think this card's, like, pretty decent. Like, you're basically going to get five drive checks for the turn. Uh, it's a, it's a plus, it's a, a plus one, at least, inherently. Yeah, because you drop the card, right? Yeah, and wiping yeah. boards for against like Luart is like a really big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think the card, I think the card's decent. It just doesn't feel good. It doesn't yeah. solve the problems of Nubatama for me. It, it's good when you're yeah. behind, also, because you're like, all right, wipe the board, get another card in my hand. You know, it's also like the most unimpressive anime trump card ever. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Like, like just him going into it again. I think it's just because they want the anime thing of. Oh, he's been dominating my rear guards all game. Oh, but the 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 vanguards dominated. Ah, oh, I big think deal. The, <laughs> the novelty of dominating the vanguard is really the point of this card, rather than yeah. it being a trump card of any kind. Makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, our next card is Excite Battle Sister Stolen. Stolen. So, oh, <laughs> our skill act once per turn. Counterblast 1, choose a face-down card from your G-Zone with the same name. You may Soul Charge 1, then look at the same number of cards from the top of your deck as the number of Battle Sister rear guards, and put them on top or bottom in any order. And then, continuous GB3, all your Battle Sister rear guards get power plus 3,000. Alright. So, like, the, when this first came out, admittedly, I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Then uh, then someone explained it to me in greater detail, and I can just put three crits on the top. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. It's a Vandergander, first stride. Yeah, and it's act, so you can also do other things. Like, mm-hmm. like oh, a PG, I'll put there, draw a card. 
Yeah. Hard to deliver. And then also, uh, the why the soul charge? That was so random to me. You do need soul for Ichikishima's draw skill and another battle sister card, Sable. Oh. So it's just helpful, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's and it's handsome. optional, so you don't have to do it. Yeah. More or less. Oh, for those wondering, Stolen is like a... Um... Is like a fruit bread containing like dried fruit and covered in powdered sugar. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, because usually it, you, battle sisters are usually named after desserts. So, mm-hmm. yep. all right. Yeah, um, Scar is mainly just first stride. It's a pretty damn good first stride. And then we just oh, you just meme with OTT. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, so you guys ever see the uh, the Shawshank Redemption? Yes, everyone has seen this movie, Alice. Okay, fuck. Jesus. <laughs> I don't actually know if Rebeer has, but I'm going to assume, I'm going to, for the purposes of this discussion, he now has. Okay. <laughs> Every time I see, like, now with Battle Sisters kind of dominating the meta, what plays in my head is, I wish I could tell you that Andy Dufresne survived the encounter and the Battle Sisters left him alone. I wish I could tell you that. <laughs> so, hooray. Um... Does the GV3 plus 3k to everything, like, help amazingly, or do you not go into this twice? I think the only time I would ever go into this twice is if my opponent is at 3 or less damage by the time I met GB 3 somehow. That makes sense. Or if you G-guard into it now, you'd probably still go into Ichi. Ishima. Depends well, on how much damage my opponent's at. Yeah. True. What were you going to say, Matt? I mean... Plus six k to a column is like much bigger than like plus four k to a column. So I mean, yes, like it's like it's bigger than the two k implies, obviously. Yeah, because mm-hmm. average column is sixteen, so plus six puts it up a stage. Where, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, plus four k is generally useless. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. All right, now 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 for the. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> Stillwater Festival Day, the Ichikishima. So, she has skill, act once per turn, counterblast one, soul blast one, choose a face-down card in G-Zone with the same name and turn it up, draw two cards, and then act once per turn, GB3 Oracle, choose a face-down card from your G-Zone, just any card, and turn it face up. During your t- that turn, your opponent cannot call G-Guardian and grade zero cards from hand to G- uh, guard circle. But, card's nuts. but why? Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Never have I seen a card that's more your opponent can't play the game. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. This is a game where Link Joker exists. Uh, yeah, honestly, like the, the this is probably the single most influential card for a deck ever. I think that changed it so much. Like if they released this just as a promo, you probably you guys would probably still be doing stuff. Yeah, it would just be a hundred bucks. Yeah. I think yeah. um, what this card really says is how important generic support is to, like, a clan. Like, this is completely generic support. It doesn't need, um, like, it has an Oracle ability, but it's not, like, an Oracle-focused card at all. It has a skill that helps obtain Oracle, if needed. Yeah. And it helps every single deck in the clan simultaneously. Yeah, like, you yeah. have both Battle Sisters and Tsukuyomi doing stuff. So. It's, yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah. Like, people hoping for specific subclan support, this is the kind of stuff you're missing out on. True. Like, th- this and Ziegenberg were both very well-designed cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and I-, I-, I see people, like, bitching about it, like, oh, uh, this is too good. I'm like, they've been at the bottom for so long. Just let them have their day in the sun, you know? 
Yeah, I'm. I mean, I have no sympathy for this, so I'm just gonna ride this train until Ichikishima gets crept out of the meta. Whatever oh, works for you. Sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we thought he was dead. Now he's back. Supremacy, True Dragon, Claret Sword, Helheim, and I like the fact that he is actually a ghost. So that's how they got around him being dead. So he's a stride. Uh, choose face down card is you know persona flip. When a sentinel or G guardian is placed in your opponent's guard circle, uh, you may pay the cost. If you do, search your deck for up to the same number of grade one or less cards as the number of face up cards in your G zone. Call them to separate rear and shuffle your deck. So this is like punishment for uh, guarding, which it is- also works when it hits. Did I read that correctly? It was. Uh, oh, or when this attack hits a vanguard, you may pay the cost. So, like, it's... Th- this is basically Shadow Stitch done correctly. <laughs> well, also, this is not once per turn, for whatever mm-hmm. reason. So, if your opponent uses a PG or a G guard on your rear guard, you can still use the skill. Yeah, I mean, probably what's gonna happen is, like, Night Sky Eagle, the one where, when it's called, it gets 4k, is gonna be super important to this, so that you can hit stuff. <laughs> or or the Grozny grade one, if, like... Or you can just be on Blue Art. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People use this instead of Drag Driver because this helps you recover your board better than Drag Driver. Yeah. God, Drag Driver is so trash. Yeah. <coughs> Good. Like, that was the one usage for Drag Driver. Now this is just better. So now And now Drag Driver is in the trash can where he should be. Yep. <laughs> That's good. It's a good thing Drag Strider didn't need copies of him. That was, that was, some, that <laughs> that was, that was something I feared. Like, so funny. What, just like, th- there's the one guy with the four copies of Drag Driver? Who's laughing now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, we are, because this card's unplayable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Have at uh, it. Conquering Supreme Dragon, Dragonic Vanquisher V-Buster. Hell I feel like yeah. shouting today. Hell yeah. So, act once per turn. Soul Blast 1, Persona Flip. Uh, your opponent chooses one card each from his rear guard and drop zone and binds them face up. If your number of rear guards is greater than your opponent, choose up to three of your units and they get power plus 3k till the end of turn. And then GB3, Thunderstrike 7, your front row gains 5k and this unit gets critical and drive plus one. You know, if you looked at this just in a vacuum three sets ago, you'd be like, this is trash. How am I going to get to Thunderstrike 7? <laughs> <laughs> and yet... <laughs> I I do still have some problems with this card. Why? Like, the first skill is purely setup, and since Narukami doesn't really gain advantage very well, you still don't have anything to do first stride, which is really, really shitty. Yeah, I mean, like, I think the, the deck nowadays, like, facilitates the use of more draw triggers, which, that's not terrible, but, um... I don't know. It, it's it, it finally gave you guys a decent first stride, though. Yeah, it's terrible when you're forced to play Rainbow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess it depends if you play Rainbow. I, I would much rather just play twelve crits because <laughs> my columns are easily reaching like forty to sixty k on a voltage turn. So I would much rather be able to just have a bunch of crits on that. Makes sense. Crits um, are so good. Yeah. The um, like the crit plus one drive plus one is pretty freaking free though yeah although i have had way too many games where i couldn't use the quad drive for one reason or another i've had several games where i'm at thunderstrike six and i can't 
find anything else. And uh, then I've also had some games where I really want the quad drive, but I'm not GB3. Yeah. That's always kind of sucky. Um, on the plus side, this thing helps you get to GB8 fairly well, because you can just go into it a couple times, and then you have Voltage, yeah. and Impede is a really good G-Guard, that kind of thing, and your GB8 is hilariously good. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's see. So, next is Eradicator Dragonic Descendant Sigma. So, he has an auto skill. Uh, a special counterblast uh, eradicator. When your G unit with eradicator in its original name strides, you can pay the cost. If you do, it gets power plus ten k. And when this unit stands, it gets drive plus one. And then auto rear guard once per turn. GB one counterblast one and discard a card. At the end of the battle, it attacked the vanguard. If it didn't hit, you can pay the cost and restand it. So I hear a lot of people are using this as a rear guard in Vanquisher, right? Yeah. Pretty I mean, you have, like, giant columns, and then if your opponent does manage to guard it, you can just restand it and swing with the giant column again. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And then if you run draw triggers, that's even better, because just drop a draw trigger. Restand. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of that stride still? I mean, it's fine. It helps Descendant, but I think we've gone over this before. Helping a shitty sub-clan doesn't, like... Do much. Yeah. Uh, like it's good for the shitty sub clan. That doesn't mean the sub clan is suddenly relevant. Makes sense. At least it has a generic rearguard skill. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's got its usage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, third Narukami card in a row. <laughs> right, uh, Dragonic Vanquisher Sparking. So Thunderstrike four at the beginning of your ride phase, countercharge or soul charge one, and then your opponent chooses a card from his drop zone and binds it face up. And then, when your G unit strides, you can counterblast one. Your opponent chooses a card from his drop zone and binds it face up. Then, if the G unit you strode has Thunderstrike, your opponent chooses one of their rear guards, retires it, and binds it face up. So, realistically, you have what just kind of. Uh, voltage. Or not voltage. We were just talking about it. Thanks, V Buster. V Buster. So, if you go into V Buster, you're getting two things out of it. Mm-hmm. Or more, what with the uh, with V-Buster still. So you're going to hit Thunderstrike 4, like, first stride. Yeah, if your opponent decides to play ball. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had some games, usually against Kagero, where my opponent's only card in the drop zone is Conro. So yeah. I have th- a whole Thunderstrike 1 at the end of my turn. I guess. I mean, <clears throat> like, it, well, yeah, because this isn't really a deck that rewards ru- uh, rushing early and, you know, mm-hmm. them guarding and that kind of thing. Well, you want to play, like, ideally, your opponent would guard something stupid. Yeah. And then you would have Chatura, who can, like, threaten Thunderstrike and, and card advantage, which they would hope to guard again. And then you'd have, car- or they would call something, right? Yeah. But against, like, Kagro, calling Chatura is, like, not even good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're just going to burn it alive. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I think you can still do it, but, like, you don't feel yeah. great about it. <laughs> yeah, and then I think in general, this game doesn't really punish rushing that well. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the, the Thunder Strike still? It's good. Like, it's a free bind, and it gets you a counter charge. Yeah, or a soul charge. 
Yeah. Um, I rarely use the soul charge. I tend to forget I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that that also lets you do the... Um, you can run the new Thunderstrike PG without much trouble. Yeah. Because you get the... I mean, your strides don't really counterblast that much in the first place, and then now you have a very easy way of countercharging, so... Yeah. Like, counterblasting isn't that big of a deal. I honestly should remember to soul charge more. Sometimes I find myself needing soul. Honestly, like, the the I thought the steel was just soul charge, because the first time you see it used, it's a soul mm-hmm. charge. Um, and, then, and then once they release the full effect, you're like, oh, damn. Yep. More options, you know. And yeah. then also, I just love that episode where where it's uh, Hayao versus the Dumbjid or the Kagero guy, and the the Kagero guy is just getting super pissed. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "God damn it! Quit binding my stuff." Chrono Dragon gear next, because um, gears didn't have enough strides that they needed to play, and they didn't have enough rescanders they they needed or whatever. So, Wait, they a... didn't have enough Chrono Jet exclusive <laughs> rescanders. God, true that. Yeah. Alright, so, Soul Blast 1, choose a face-down card in your G-Zone, same name, and turn it face-up, so copy of itself. Yeah. Uh, and it's a GB2 ability, so you can't do it first try, generally. Um, so, this unit gets an auto ability that's also once per turn. At the end of the battle that this unit attacked, if your heart is a gear dragon, aka Cornajet, <laughs> reveal up to three Zodiac Time Beasts in total from Rearguard cir- Circle, or your hand, and put them at the bottom of your deck in any order. If you put three cards, stand this unit, and it gets drive minus two. And then it has a GB4 ability that during this unit's second battle, if it gets power plus 10,000, drive plus one. So it, if you do it at GB2, it just is going to get you to GB3 and get a triple drive, then a single drive. But if you're at GB4, it's going to get a d- twin drive at, at the second battle. Yeah, and be at 36, right. assuming you've gotten no triggers. <clears throat> so I hear a lot of people going like, "This is, you know, this is uh, Gear Chronicles' best restander." Um, what do you guys I mean, think of that? It's a better Vanguard-centric restander than Next Stage. Next Stage now I think is used to power up your rear guards with Jet G skill. Oh yeah, yeah. One awkward thing about Next Stage, and and this was true even before, is that it didn't work favorably when when the first attack was no guarded. Because, yeah. like, if you revealed a crit, you put crit on Van, right? And, you know, they, you would take an extra damage, that's fine. But, like, your next attack wouldn't have that crit. Yeah. But now, with this one now, that those trigger effects are going to remain. Mm-hmm. Which, is, uh, which is a little cool. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, like, I, I find it funny that the, the skill is act in order to get the red tech skill, because they know for a fact, like, you're groovy. We can't. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've designed ourselves into a corner. Yeah, Gear Groovy is going to affect a lot of strides in the future, basically, so you just can't make stuff autos. Yeah. That's just how it is. Um, how how much is this card? Value-wise? Or just, like, sneak preview prices? I'm, I'm just curious. I do not know. Let's see. I didn't check the ideal pre-order. Since I need nothing from this set. Me neither. Yeah. Strength. I don't care about gears, so... I, I haven't needed nothing from a set since GBT-07. It's like $25 on TCG, but... Yeah. At the time... That sounds about right. I, mean, I think I, in Japan it was it was a yen value equivalent to about 22 Yeah, I mean, like, the, the set as of recording isn't out in the States yet, so it might mm-hmm. drop a little bit, but we'll see. 
Um, probably will. It'll probably yeah. drop to like eighteen twenty. That's fine, I guess. Uh, the the G zones are clogged anyway. I don't think you can run four, can you? No, I think people run four of this and then two next stage, and yeah. then people will still run Gear Groovy for some reason. Yeah, I don't get that either. Like, <laughs> I see people. I running... think it's just to gain the five k. Uh, stupid. All right. Um, so I forgot that Neo Nectar is in this set, and here's the best part. I was talking. Not really. I was talking to Gabe about this, and he's like, "These are terrible." <laughs> so, um, but uh, Gabe's opinion aside, so Midsummer Flower Princess Lita. So I think that's all of the seasons, right? And she's really bursting out of her clothes, isn't she? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so her still is act once per turn. Counterblast, flip up a copy of herself. Uh, choose up to one card from your hand. Put it into your soul. This unit gets the card names of all the cards in your soul. Then search your though. search your deck for up to the number of face-up cards in your G zone plus one of cards with the same name as this unit. Call them the separate R and shuffle your deck. If sure. the number of face-up cards in your G zone is two or more, choose three of your units and they get plus three K till end of turn. So I remember talking to other Alvin about this because he plays Neo Nectar also, and he's like, "Yeah, it's kind of it's a decent first stride because you can, you know, like." Get copies of whatever. Stuff. Yeah, like right. all it really does is build a board from nothing. Yeah, which that is pretty good because yeah. now, now you now you can get rid of Maiden of Dad Ass and uh, favor of this, which is mm-hmm. nice, I guess. But I don't know. The good thing is, like Neo Nectar's been flying under the radar since like GBTO six. So that's what happens when uh, you don't do a lot pre stride. Yeah, yeah. And then this doesn't really change anything. It's just like sure. This card exists. Yeah, I'm sure we're gonna get yelled at because, like, oh, you didn't, you don't know what's happening. You're right, we oh, don't know what's happening. I just but. don't care about new nectar. That's really, that's really, my, that's really my honest opinion. Right. <laughs> I mean, really, this is just a recovery card mostly. I think if you have a field to bloom, there are probably other strides that do better. I mean, like that's good though. Having having re- mm-hmm. recovery stuff is fine. Don't blame. <laughs> okay, uh, the, the other one, it, like, we have two Neo Nectar cards in a row. Uh, Plumeria, Flower Maiden, Charl. So, when this unit attacks a Vanguard, if you have a Vanguard with Ranunculus in its card name, you may, you may, uh, you know, look at seven cards from the top of your deck, call up to one card with the same card name as any of your units from among them to an open R and shuffle your deck. So, multi-attack what? calling, that's cool. No, because you have to call it to an open rear guard circle. Oh, bummer. And then the other so, still, this card basically sucks. And then the other still is Bloom GB One. When your other unit with the same card name as this unit is placed on rear guard circle, choose one of your rear guards until the end of the turn. It gets plus four K and boost. Okay, that makes a little more sense. Yeah. Um, where wherein you can like call something in the back, and then it gets four K and boost. So. Yeah, but like, I think. You can already bloom your stuff pretty effectively and make large enough columns anyways, and I think Asha's stride skill gives whatever you clone with her skill boost too, so this card is very redundant, and it doesn't multi-attack. It almost multi-attacks. Almost. I find it funny that the other still is uh, pre-GB, so they almost had it. Almost had it. What a shame. Um, Again... 
we we don't know much about Neo Nectar, and we're probably going to get this wrong. And free, we just don't we just don't care. Feel free to yell. <laughs> feel free to yell at us, but we don't care. All right, and Ro- and yell at Atlas. Matt and I don't care. Fine, and, fuck and, you guys. <laughs> and Rock is better than Cheryl anyway. Oh, Cheryl, never mind. Go on. Yeah. All right. So we're we're back to, to OTT. Yeah. So Battle Sister Florentine. When she's placed on Vanguard Circle, you can look at the top card and put it on your top or bottom, and then. Auto, a special counterblast to Battle Sister. When your G unit strides, you may pay cost if you do. Look at the top two cards, put one in your hand, put the other on the top or bottom, and choose all of your vanguards. It gets continuous. All your rear guards with Battle Sisters get 3k. Oh my god. Okay. That's, that's whack to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this card contributes to Ichikishima being amazing, because... If you just still had the vanilla columns, you're like swinging for 16 to 18k, they'd be like, all right, drop two cards, whatever. And yeah, and now here we are. <laughs> you know, so now, 20, 21k column with no zeros or G guards is pretty annoying. <laughs> and also, you have deck stacking. Yeah. So you can, it's only a little bit, but you can kind of like check, see if you have at least one crit on top, so you know you have something. Yeah, and, and and then with stolen, it gets even better because you can be like, all right, put that on the bottom, and then I can look at five more, and then you know, yeah, stack that more. Yeah, the system, and it's also just one of the few ways for you to gain advantage without hitting. Yeah. Mm. So this card just kind of does everything that I would want an OTT card to do. Good. And then the next card is Battle Sister Marmalade. It's a PG, so. Has the PG skill when it's placed on guard circle, discard a card, choose something that's being attacked, can't be hit. And then if there's a copy of it in the drop zone and the number of cards in your hand is three or less, you may draw a card. I mean, compared to the fact that, that your that your last battle sister PG was just like a normal PG, this is it's something. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does a thing. It is in fact an upgrade from Shockalot. Yeah. And and there's definitely a bonus to having your deck uh, be as many Battle Sisters as possible, since they're rather xenophobic. Yep. Yeah. And then, on the off chance you're PGing and you only need four cards, then you have slight recovery. Yeah. Like, <sighs> like we said, strict upgrade from Shockalot. There's no no reason not to play her. Also, Shockalot's kind of hard to track down. This is a brand spanking new set. Like, mm-hmm. you know. I, I was talking to somebody else. They're like, "Yeah, but like the effect's not that good." But I'm like, "It's literally, it's something. It's, it's anything. It's strictly better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's probably actually, it's cheaper actually, than trying to find chocolate. It's exactly. actually better in two ways, right? Because this doesn't require that you discard a Oracle Think Tank unit. That didn't that didn't even occur to me. But like, <laughs> well, that's a that's its own can of worms. But <laughs> <laughs> Um, Alright, so uh, next up in the ghost train, we have uh, Supremacy Dragon, Claret Sword Dragon, Revolt. So, yet another ghost. Uh, his skill is Counterblast 1. When your G unit strides, you may pay the cost. If you do, reveal cards from the top of your deck until two grade 1 cards have been revealed. Call a card from among those to rearguard circle, put the other into your hand, and shuffle your deck. If there is only one grade 1 card that you've revealed, call it. And then GB2, when this unit is attacked... Choose one of your grade one rear guards, and you may move it to guard circle. If you do, and you have no rear guards, this unit gets plus two k until end of turn. Right. Um, kind of neat, but like isn't Luard? So yeah, yeah. 
Like, no, it's neat because it's a hard plus two, but not playing Luard means you lose out on Belial Owl, which is just not worth it. You also, you just lose, like, losing Belial Owl is just more than the amount you're going to gain from this card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, in a vacuum, this is better, but, you know, life's not a vacuum, so. Nope. What a shame. Although, I kind of like that GB2 still. The, yeah. You can pull something out and be a 13k but for the rest of the time. No, no, but it has to be the last thing to get yeah. that. I mean, typically, if you're behind, then... And it has to be exactly a grade one. Well, since you're calling grade ones, that doesn't seem to be a problem. It's also not once per turn, so... Sure. Well, you just keep... The 2k is. Yeah, but... Like, having your grade ones turn into interceptors is nice. Yeah, well, especially because, like, your grade twos are already interceptors on their own, so... Like... No. Unless you have a grade three just kind of hanging out there, then... What? Even grade threes are interceptors these days, Alex. Yeah, that's true. Lou comes to mind. Um, This card would be cool if Luard wasn't just strictly better as a complete deck. Well, okay, if Beliolau didn't exist, would this be better? Mm, Maybe. Like, the free stride also helps and not lose... Like, Luard still helps you not deck out. That's true. Like that is a huge problem with the Claret deck because I fooled around with it a little bit. You run out of grade one so quickly. Makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. Understandable. Um, get, let, get to this. It's this other card. Uh, Drag Wizard Neois. I think Neois? it's pronounced Noise or Nice. <laughs> All right. So uh, G- <laughs> GB one. She's grade two, nine K. Uh, GB one Ritual three. Uh, when this is placed on Rearguard Circle, look five cards from the top of your deck. Call up to one grade one or less card from among them to Rearguard Circle. Shuffle. And at the end of that turn, put that unit on the bottom of your deck. If you call the unit with the Ritual ability until the end of the turn, this unit gets plus 2k. Then, if it is grade plus one, this unit gets plus 3k. Great, if it's grade one. Oh, did, did I say something else? Plus one. Oh. <laughs> if it's grade one, plus 3k. Sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, this card. Uh, I've ne- I've never read this card till just now. It looks pretty. It sounds pretty cool. I, mean, I think people do play it in the new Luar deck with <laughs> Drag Strider. Yeah. Seems fine. Yeah, I mean, like the fact that you can just pull out a Belial or whatever else you want, like mm-hmm. it, it, like cards that can get you a free board are nice, especially since you need retire fodder now, and especially because you don't have to counter blast or soul blast for this. Just mm-hmm. boop, get something. It, it, it's like that. Uh, that ritual or the Revenger card that gets a grade zero for you, and then it goes back to deck at the end of the turn, just on call. Oh, I forgot her name. The eight K. This translation is very strange to me. Why? I'm just re- trying to. Its name, its name is not. I don't know. I'm just gonna call it Noise. Noise. <laughs> Drag Wizard Noise, and uh, she she kind of looks like a battle sister. She's got the hood and everything. That's a dude. That's a yeah. dude. Dude, check the chest, man. It looks like boobs from this angle. No, it doesn't. It from Dude, you haven't seen boobs in a long time, have you? <laughs> it has it has been a while. Um, <laughs> Alright, whatever. Seems pretty good. Uh moving on. Alright. Stealth Beast Tamahagane Metsu. So if you remember uh Tamahagane, it's the bear from uh, GBT thirteen. Or not GBT, sorry, BT thirteen. Uh, you know, like infinite sets ago. Um anyway, so this is a new one. Uh, when this unit is placed on Vanguard Circle or Rearguard Circle, bind up to one card from the top of your deck face down. Only the owner may look at bound fa- cards bound face down. Ooh. 
And then it has a once per turn on rear guard circle, generation break one, uh, counterblast one. When a dominated unit attacks during your turn, you may pay cost. If you do, choose one face down card from your bind zone and you may put it into your hand. If you do, this unit gets power plus 10,000 till end of turn. So basically, this is like a really delayed draw. Yeah. And it gets I mean, it's better than nothing. And, and it's plus because your Nubatama rear guards completely suck, anything is good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he also it, looks sweet. It's a yeah. bear. Yeah. Um, and then if all the new, new deleter support catches on, you get more of a toolbox. Because when they vanish delete, you can pick something. Making a lot of assumptions right here. <laughs> including that deleters is going to be relevant. Uh, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll, it remains to be seen. We'll have to see. Yeah. But... Um, I so. can tell you that Messiahs sure aren't. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But Glendios may be absolutely broken. <laughs> I'm not looking. I'm not looking forward to that. All right, time for time for three Narukami cards in a row. Ready, go. <laughs> All right, so True Eradicator, whatever the fuck that word is, Linchu. Aconitum, Aconitum, Aconitum Linchu. Uh, so, act once per turn, counterblast one, choose a face down, persona flip. Uh, choose one of your rear guards with Eradicator in his name and put it in your soul. If you have an Eradicator heart card, your opponent retires two rear guards for each of your face-up G units. And then if your opponent has no rear guards, you can draw a card. Pretty solid for Eradicators, but Vanquisher exists. Yeah. So, um, wait, wasn't Linju a starter? Yes. yes. You come a long way, baby. <laughs> And then this card doesn't even plus because you have to put a rear guard into soul. Yeah. It's like Aconitum is a very strange choice of translation. Well, you know, whatever. Wait, no, because you put one in, kill two. Yeah. And then draw a card. I have an idea. Let's just. I mean, in terms of just your own cards. Oh, yeah. Well, no, because you. Okay, so it's a wash, but like yeah. in terms of blowing stuff up, it's a plus. Yeah. The secret, the secret to this card is not playing Eradicators. <laughs> How sad. I mean. Whatever. What? This, okay, we, we talked about this, ch- you know, just before, right? Like, the specific support is not helping anybody. It's, it, this is not even really helping Eradicators. The only relevant Eradicator deck is Descendant, and the Descendant, you want to just rush your opponent as fast as hard and as hard as possible so that when you stride the Descendant stride on Sigma, you have 36k triple drive, and then if your opponent doesn't... Uh, and if your opponent guards it, you have another 36k triple drive... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like... Play 16 crit, no problem. Mm-hmm. Wait, like, does... That's I know probably the best. three crits. Do they have a fourth crit? I don't know. Mm. Let me check if they have one in the set. Wait, no, they have one in the set. Oh, yeah, okay, sweet. So, yeah, you can just play 16 oh. eradicator crits. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Shiva. Um, alright. Wait, the other... Or, call me double R out of the three is Circular Blade of Strong Lightning Grizzle. So, her skill is... She has two skills. One is when this unit is attacked or when it's chosen by your opponent's card effect, your opponent binds a card from their drop zone. And then, continuous Thunderstrike 5 during your turn and gets power plus 9,000 and counterblast 1. If you have a Vanquisher Vanguard, you can choose one of your opponent's rearguard circle and until end of turn when this unit attacks, it battles the Vanguard and the unit on the chosen rearguard circle. Alright. Why is it plus 9k? That is such a weird number. I have no idea. Doubling in power. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and I guess it becomes 22k if you give it the 3k boost from, what's this, phase V buster? 
Alright, it's like this, right? You mean 21k? Oh, uh, yeah, 21. She has two circular blades, right? Yeah. Her hitting you with one of them is 9k. But, lightning, she can hit both of them. Make <laughs> I hate you, Matt. Okay. Because she is apparently ambidextrous. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, this card is the history clone for Narukami, so it fulfills a similar function as Voltage Horn in taking out a rear guard, and it can also attack the vanguard, and it gains power, so it's nice. And then neither skill is GB locked, so if your opponent decides to attack this and they have a card in their drop zone, you get Thunderstrike. And then, if you can somehow hit Thunderstrike 5 when you ride Vanquisher pre-GB, then you can attack a Vanguard and a Rearguard. I'm, try- I'm trying to see if that is possible. So, let's see, you have uh, your starter. So you can do that once, maybe twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say Chatura hits on, like, on your grade 2 turn, so that's 3. If you ride martial arts and your opponent's had something in the front row. Okay, four. And then... Yeah, I don't know how you're supposed to get five without getting really lucky. If you call her on your grade two turn and they attack her, yeah, that's five. And we're assuming our opponent kept putting cards in the drop zone, though. I don't know, but, like, it's probably very Basically, this would only work against seven runner that maybe two people still play. Yo, calm down. I don't know. I, I see I see a lot of people still like bitching about Seven Runner on I mean because those two people that p- still play it top with it. Well it's not a hard deck to beat anymore. The, the West like never figured out how to how to play against it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um also they keep playing bad decks like Messiah, so they deserve it. <laughs> Alright. Well, uh la- last up in the lineup of Narukami cards. Yeah. Summon Lightning Dancing Princess Anastasia. Is that really her name? Jesus. Yeah, it was, well, Anastasia was her name before. It was just I know. Anastasia. No, I'm just, the Summon Lightning Dancing Princess part. Oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. I was just like, that can't possibly be the actual translation. Oh, shit, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, she has the PG skill, and then also Thunderstrike 4. When this unit is retired from Guard Circle, you can draw a card. So, very free. Uh... Mm-hmm. So, it's one of the few ways Narukami can actually plus. Well, it's not even a plus, it's just the PG's free. Yeah. Um, well, uh, one of the few ways Narukami can gain cards. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, it's way freaking better than Closet Balloon, I'll give you that. <laughs> and Closet then, Balloon since, is unplayable garbage. <laughs> yeah, and then, since you have free countercharging now, you can just play this instead of the old Anastasia, since you don't need the counter blast as urgently. Yeah. Alright. One thing That's I just want to mention charge. is how much better the new art of Anastasia is compared to the old art. Yes. Like, the old art, she, she, like, the artist just drew things in a really, like, the angle's really weird, maybe. I don't know, everything just looks really weird, but this one is, uh, looks much better. And then, I so guess, like, maybe the background looked really dull, too. Although, I think her eye color changed, but I'm not here to, I'm not here to <laughs> nitpick. <laughs> Except that I am. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that. That's pretty much like that's that is literally why you're here is to nitpick things. <laughs> that is like the whole podcast is us nitpicking things, right? That, that's that's why I said that, Alice. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I was nitpicking the your statement, so oh, I think okay. it might just be a different shade of blue that oh, looks purplish. <laughs> but she has like purple beads, so you would think yeah. that they would choose these to match her eyes. 
<laughs> like you would think that that would be the choice. I, yeah. This is no superior. Moving on. Quite. All right. So people were like, oh, man, Chrono Jet got gear groovy. It's not fair that Fang didn't get anything. So they gave a they gave a Chrono Tiger Gear Glare or a Chrono Tiger GG. Uh, it actually just says Gear Glare, so it doesn't actually matter. Yeah. Anyway. Well, in the Japanese text, it says GG. Right, but it says GG, which looks much sweeter on the Japanese card. Um, but unlike the previous one, uh, this one does something else. So it, still has, so it has an act of Soul Blast 1. Choose a face down card for a G zone with the same name as this unit and turn it face up. If your heart card is Gear Beast, aka Chrono Fang, Choose any number of your opponent's rear guards with the sum of their grades being less than or equal to the number of cards in your bind zone. And your opponent puts them at the bottom of his or her deck in any order. So if you have like five cards in your bind zone, you can choose a grade one, a grade two, or a grade two. And then it has a generation break three. If the number of cards in your bind zone is five or more, this unit gets power plus 10,000. Then if it is seven or more, it gets critical plus one. Then if it's nine or more, it gets drive plus one. So basically, this is just a different, uh, well, a much, much infinitely cheaper Chrono Fang Rebellion. Yes. And it's, it's like Rebellion of... crossed with uh, Bind Time. Yeah. Like, this card is obviously better than Rebellion in every way, in addition to just being cheaper, I think. I, mean, I think Rebellion is a better finisher, assuming your opponent can't just PG. But I think like... every single one of... Chrono Fang Strides really relies on your opponent not having a PG, so... Mm-hmm. Well, like the uh, Crit plus one, Drive plus one is not as good as it looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and nine cards in bind is... I mean, it's not that, not even that much, but uh, this card is medium and not enough to make the Chrono Fang deck matter. Yeah. So we're just I mean, it needs some sort of, like, guard restrict or something to make the power and crit matter. You know, like Luard has. I was going to say, like, Lu- Luard and even V-Buster blow this thing out of the water. Yeah. I mean, V-Buster does it by just being free as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that when we finish. But the next card is a Pulsar Spearhead Unicorn. Up oh, here we go. So it's a grade 2 9k. Uh, and it's a ZTB, so you'd expect it to be really good in Fang, except that it needs a Chrono Jet Vanguard. <laughs> Uh, so it's GB1. If you have Vanguard with Chrono Jet in this card name, this unit gets power plus 2,000. Ooh, convenient. And auto, CB1. When this unit attacks a Vanguard, you may pay that cost. If you do, look at the same number of cards in the top of your deck as the number of your Zodiac Time Beast units. Call up to one Zodiac Time Beast with a different name as this unit from among them to rearguard circle and put the rest at the bottom of your deck. Okay, so, so it, at minimum, you're doing two. Uh, so, yeah. So this card automatically, without you doing anything, is 11k attacker. Yeah. And then when it attacks, you can counterblast one to call another card, probably. Yeah. So this is just better than Pwill from Gold Paladin. Yeah. And ironically, it has gold armor. It's like. It's, it, it's Pwill, but gets 2k. Yeah. So it like, doesn't need a booster. Yeah. Like, what the hell, man? <laughs> th- th- this is, like, kind of infuriating to Gold Paladin players. Mm hmm. And, it, like, it, it's just. It's, uh,. Kind of disgustingly, like, simple and good, you know? Um, wait, wait, and one important thing is this is 11k on your opponent's turn. Wait, are you serious? Oh, damn. So, this card's just hard to bully also. Yeah, unless your rear guards are also. Man, Gold Paladin is so terrible, why would anyone play that deck? 
That's sad. Don't play a bad version of their deck. You're gonna you're gonna make Richard cry. All right. So the last one, the last double R we have is Pulsar Duplex Dragon. <laughs> when this unit is placed during graveyard circling Soul Bus One, if you have a Grade Three or Greater Zodiac Time Beast Vanguard, you may pay that cost. If you do, bind the top card of your deck face up. If that card is Zodiac Time Beast, you choose one of your opponents in regard to grades less than or equal to that card, and opponent puts on the bottom of his deck. This card's whatever. I don't care about it. So <laughs> it's the ZTB version of Calibum, which no, it's worse because this is yeah. a random effect. Like you don't even get, you don't even know what you're going to get to bottom deck. Well, people use it to bottom deck for runners. Well, obviously, yeah, it is non GB, which is sweet. Yeah, and it costing a soul is like fine, but it does. Uh, but I do does... see everyone, a lot of people in Japan playing it. Oh well, no, no! I mean, bottom deck and forerunners are already like pretty good, yeah. right? I mean, but the binding is pretty whatever. I mean, if your if your deck is all zodiac time base, you have literally nothing to fear. Well, yeah. right. That's the well. The biggest thing is whether you can bind a grade that's high enough to get rid of whatever you want to get rid of. I mean, if you're no, bottom I'm... if you're bottom decking forerunners, what's yeah, the issue? it doesn't matter yeah. if you're bottom decking forerunner. Huh. The re- the real yeah the real point to play this card is that's nine k. Yeah. Which is and, well, and as the ZTB and the ZTB oh, deck needs ZTBs. Yep. So the the the, the upped cost is basically worth the one K power and the ZTB text. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're if you ever try to bottom deck something else that's not a forerunner, you're gonna have a rough time. Yeah. Since a third year deck is triggers and <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> it it has a job and it it does it does do this it. job and apparently people will play it at four for it to do that job. Yo, man, Forerunners are really good. Some decks just yeah. rely on Forerunners to even play the game. So. Oh, for sure. So without it, you know, nothing, nothing else. All right. Uh-huh. There's a couple of um, Neo Nectar double R's. Oh, my God. All right. So our last two double R's, we have Maiden of Fertility, Governing Lily. So she's a stride. Choose a face-down card from G-Zone, turn her face up, so that can be anybody. Uh, when this unit attacks, you may pay the cost. If you do, reveal... Up to the same number of cards from the top of your deck as the number of cards on your Vanguard Circle, Rearguard Circle, and face-up cards in your G-Zone with Maiden of and their card names. Choose up to five cards with the same card names as any of your units with Maiden of in their card names from among them. Call them to separate R and shuffle your deck. So, multi-attacks, I guess, but also, like, dude, Neonectar's, like, language is really annoying to read. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Good God, I mean, man. Maiden of is basically just shitty bloom. They basically do the exact same thing. Yeah, well, so, well I mean, like, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to consult Gabe about this because I, yeah. didn't, I didn't even know this card existed until just now. So, I mean, who cares? It's Maiden yeah. of. Like, literally every time there was a Maiden of reveal in the Discord chats, everyone was just like, who cares? Uh, Moving yeah, on. Exactly. I mean, it looks good in terms of, like, like <laughs> the effect seems nice. I don't know. You're, you're not yeah. going to see... I mean, I don't know what Maiden of cards can take advantage of this is the problem. Yeah, I mean, the either. Di- the, the Discord reveals for Token Ronbu were great, because we were like, oh, never mind. We don't, we don't even discuss the cards. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, <laughs> what's going on today? Token Ronbu? All right, moving on. Yeah. Actually, last week, I, I, I guest starred on uh, Drive Check, the only other Vanguard podcast that I know of. And uh, I, so the, the host, Will, asked me, uh, how come you hate on Token Ronbu so much? I said that it basically it doesn't belong to any nation. It doesn't really have its own mechanic aside from it, two keywords that are terrible. What? And it fucking sucks. <laughs> Gotta earn our explicit tag here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, like, so, yeah. That's, 
That's why we hate Token Ronbu. And... We hate on Token Ronbu because it deserves it. Ooh. <laughs> That's pretty rough. Um, I mean, I, I, will, I will start giving them the time of day when they get a top three somewhere. Yeah, on Bushroad's Consi- website. I'll, I'll, I'll well, consistently get top threes. No, no, no. They just they just gotta get it once. And it I'll can't do it. be like it can't be like in Hurricane Ravage, Texas, or something. You know, it has to be yeah. like a real event. Yeah, I mean, like on it, we can do whatever we want. We're a podcast, but like just uh, <laughs> the I, I, you know, I'm not gonna give them the time of day, and we got way off topic. And the, the, this Dallas no, no, seems no. fine, but like whatever. To- Token Ronbu is definitely it's definitely worth to call it out. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right, and then the last double R we have uh, Prosperity Maiden Diane. So I noticed that she is not a maiden of, which means you can't do maiden of stuff with her. But right. Okay, never mind. I, and now I know why. If you have a Vanguard with Renunculus and its card name or the Bloom ability, this unit gets plus one K and resist. That's kind of neat. What? Sure. Like people yeah, were sure. people were complaining about this, and then the other still is. Uh, Auto Bloom, uh, once returned GB1, when your other unit with the same card name as this unit is placed in Rearguard Circle, this gets plus 10,000 until the end of the turn. And at the end of the turn, you may Soul Blast 1. If you do, return this unit to your hand. So, I don't get why they have the return this unit to your hand if you have Resist. Like, isn't the point of returning to your hand for... It's the Bloom again. Oh. Yeah. I mean, like, par- part, of, part of the fun of the Resist is that, like, they can't do things to you. So I mean, that's to keep the one that's on the board still protected so that you can bloom again. Oh, that makes sense. The real problem is nothing in the set solved Neonectar's problems. Which was yeah. what? Just not doing anything before stride. <laughs> that's so sad. I mean, th- that, grade, that grade two came within spitting distance, but just... Mm-mm. You just can't. You just can't ride attack till stride. It's not how this game works. Yeah. I think people will probably play the grade two just because... Early game, you probably have open rear guard circles to call things to, so you can just plus. Yeah, I noticed that a lot of these new cards, instead of just search your deck for whatever the card is, you check top, you know, X amounts, seven probably. We just have to make Gold Paladin even more redundant and terrible. I mean, I like it. <laughs> How sad. I, I think Gold Paladin is one of the worst three clans in the game right now. That's that's so sad. Like they were they, they were so middle of the pack, and then now they've been forced out by uh, by ZTBs. So I mean, they've been forced out by a lot of stuff. Okay, so also just being bad. All right, who's <laughs> who's at the bottom right now? Major Colony, Gold Paladin, Gold Paladin. Yeah, yeah, put, sure. That seems like a decent bottom to me. I put I put Great Nature in the bottom five right now. Also, oh, definitely. As, as sad as that is, uh, uh Pale Moon, uh, Pale Moon. Yeah, Aqua Force. If your opponent is smart and can deal with early game. Oh yeah, Aqua Force is pretty low right now. You might as well just play sixteen Crayables. Yeah, because. It completely screws people up. <laughs> Just yeah. cheese wins, man. Just cheese wins. All right, so uh, we've, we've officially run out of double R's, which means it's time for that part of the show where we go through the rares and commons and pull up anything that kind of piques our interests or that we think is going to have a big impact. Um, so <laughs> we're not limited by you know whatever clan we're running or whatever clan we were assigned to. For this episode, so just go nuts. Like, what what captures your attention? The Eradicator crit, because it's a crit with Eradicator in the name, <laughs> and it's the fourth one. All right, I'll 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 do an actual card that does a thing. Uh, Miko of the Morning Moon uh, Harazuki. So, when this unit is discarded from hand or uh, for the cost of stride, if you have a card with Sukuyomi in its card name on your Vanguard Circle or Soul, 
draw a card, choose one of your noble units, and until the end of the turn it gets plus 5k, and red text, when this unit attack hits a vanguard, choose a grade 3 from your drop zone, and you may return it to your hand. So... Are all the Tsukuyomi's nobles? I believe so, yes. This is something I learned today. Yeah, so this basically means that you, like, striding is free, and then it can turn into a plus on hit. That's pretty... Well, because Tsukuyomi didn't really have a backup. And then now, now you know what to run for the other grade three. And then you want as much power as you can get for Ichikishi Boso. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. Good. Oh, she's good. Yeah, I know one. Yeah. Excite Battle Sister of Bavaroi. So she's G Guardian. When she's placed on Guard Circle, you can counterblast one, draw a card, and then reveal the top card of your deck. If it's a grade one or greater, it gets shield plus five thousand, and then you can put the revealed card on the top or bot. You may put it on the bottom of your deck. I have a question. Which means you can also just put it back on top if you choose not to put it on the bottom. Is this just better than uh, the Fires Collection G-Guard? Yes. <laughs> and it's a rare? Yep. <laughs> and it's not Battle Sister restricted either, so you can put it in anything. That's cool. Um, oh, poor OTT. Uh, <laughs> Alright, uh, Mor- Morion Spear Dragon. So, GB1, if you have a grade 3 or greater Vandor with Claret Sword Dragon... Uh, in its card name, this unit gets grade minus one in the deck, and then there still is on rearguard circle, GB1. When this unit attacks a vanguard and is boosted by a grade one, this unit gets plus 5k till end of battle. So this helps, I guess, with Claret Sword's problem of uh, running out of grade ones, because... No, I still run out of grade ones. Oh, really? With this card. Damn. I run out okay. of this card faster than anything else. Well, that's ironic. Okay, never mind then. It it, it seemed promising. Riggedy, riggedy, wrecked. <laughs> well, that's the thing, is... Clarisaur's reveal skill uh, counts this card because it's when you're revealing cards, they're still yeah. in the deck. So yeah, if you check true. it, you have to call it. And then, since you're probably still using Aura Geyser early, if you check this card, like it counts for Aura Geyser if you check this card, but it also means you're losing this card from your deck. Yeah. Yep. I don't like that it has to be boosted by a grade one to gain the five k. I'd rather just gain five k. Yeah. Well, whatever. They they, they can't all be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt, you got one. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, there was like I, a new Batama card I wanted to talk about. Then talk about it. Yeah, there, I was trying to find it. Uh, Stealth Dragon Ungai. So hmm, I didn't even notice the first skill it had. Uh, choose a card from your hand. Discarded when a dominated unit attacks. You can draw a card and it loses ability. So it was a mulligan. I didn't even know it had that skill. Uh, and then GB one when it's placed on rear guard circle. You can choose two of your rear guards and up to one of your opponent's units, any unit, and. The power increases or decreases to 11k until the end of turn. This fucking thing. Okay, so uh, a friend of mine plays Nubatama and he started proxying this thing. Screw this so hard. So, like, w- when you're doing all your dominated stuff, usually it's in main phase or with uh, Shiranui's stride still, it's, uh, you know, stride phase. So, mm-hmm. he'll, like, basically you can just nullify any damage triggers before battle phase. So you just call this. And then also, you can turn any column into a 22 column. Yeah. So, call, call. You can also make Tomahogany 11k, and then when he gains his 10k, he's 21 on his own. Screw you. <laughs> yeah. This card is sweet, and nobody in Japan is playing it. I'm not entirely sure why. Oh, no, that that thing was half the reason my friend was winning all these games, because, like, if you time that right, it's devastating. Yeah. Like, I think this card is sweet. Yeah. I think a lot of the... As much as I hate the mechanic and, by extension, the deck, I can admit that I think the cards that it got in the set do help it marginally by making its rearguards suck less. Yeah. 
faux show. And then, I don't know, just uh, wackadoo. All right, I got another one. Smash Boxer Dryden. So uh, he's grade one, 7K. Uh, GB1, during the battle that this unit boosted a unit with the Thunderstrike ability, that unit and this unit cannot be chosen by the effects of your opponent's cards. And then the other effect is GB1 Thunderstrike 3. Put this unit into your soul. At the end of the battle, this, this unit boosted. If you have a Vanguard with Vanquisher in his card name, you may pay the cost. If you do, draw a card and countercharge one. You- this card doesn't do very much in Vanquisher. I've been playing with it. It's just like, sure, whatever. I mean, it, it makes your rear guards like less susceptible to stuff. And then I mean, sure, but and- a lot of the time that hasn't been relevant enough. This is very good for the Sweep Command deck, though. Well, yeah, because you guys have a problem with, like, resources. Soul and Counter Blasts. I mean, you do need a Vanquisher Vanguard, but, like... Every stride has Vanquisher in it. Pretty much. That's what I was going to say. Because all the Sweep Command stuff is on your opponent's turn, usually. Yeah. So it's just, like, whatever. So, like, you can sweep your opponent, and then this card helps you recover from sweeping your opponent. Yeah, because you're just going to V-Buster next turn. Mm -hmm. Matt, it sounded like you had something. No. God. God this, set, this set, this set is just not that interesting to me. Yeah. Like, okay, we look at the set, right? The big, the big gainers are the three clans that we kind of expected to gain a lot coming in this set. Well, I guess not one that we expected, but two that we expected and one that we didn't really expect. Like Gear Chronicle got a really, I guess, got a somewhat surprising boost. Well, you got you, you, you got the unicorn out of it. That was the big one. Um, yeah, Gear next to unicorn, which was really big. Yeah. Shadow, yeah. Paladin, Shadow Paladin got a pretty large boost, and OTT got a massive boost. Yes. Probably one of the biggest changes in like a clan status. Yeah. Yes. Narukami too, but not as big as OTT. Well, the problem with Narukami is like it's it's underperforming. Yeah. For its play rate, like people are playing it at, like you know somewhere between like six to eight percent of the metagame, and it's just not converting very well on that. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 routinely having less than that in top fifteens. I I remember one time someone released a uh, Bushiroad statistics on what clans are being played, and Narukami was like seventeen percent or something like that. Wow! And, and it, it just it, hasn't done shit. Yeah, it's not topping at like seventeen percent of the meta, which is which is hilariously underperforming. Yeah, so, and I think like, I think a lot of it stems from Narukami still being weak on first try. And not being able to build up that advantage quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's on the cusp of greatness, but being on the cusp of greatness is not greatness. I mean, it's still a big boost from where it was before. It's not in the bottom three. Yeah. Well, that's definitely true. I mean, yeah, the bottom three is going to be a lot of clans that just haven't seen support in a long time. Or with the last time they got support, it was just unplayable garbage. Read Murakumo. Uh, so, well, I mean, that's what... That's what we and or or gold paladin, which whose support mm-hmm. was equally as poor. Well, no, it, uh, they got a good first stride out of the deal. They got okay. the mm, they got the questionable. I mean, like at the end of the day, gold paladin is still a deck that is a multi attack focused deck that doesn't really have a lot to do with stand triggers at all, but yet is forced to play them. Yeah, yeah, and then doesn't like it tries its best not to lose advantage rather than gaining it. Yeah, yeah. So. I think Gold Paladin being in the bottom five, even three worst clans in the game is like very reasonable, especially when there's just a better version of the Gold Paladin deck that you can play. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. and also for the record, like, it, to to the people who are like, yeah, but like, you just gotta play it right <laughs> or whatever. Like, no matter what, there is going to be a bottom three at any given time because yep. that's how rankings work. So it, it, the, this playing the deck right doesn't it doesn't beat out just the natural strengths of the deck. Like mm-hmm. 
there's a quote by some magic player it doesn't really matter who about like don't never play a bad quote something else end quote like you like if you're playing if you're playing gold paladin you're just playing bad ztb just play ztb yeah and then as someone who played ott while still in the pits yeah playing it right can maximize your chances of winning but it doesn't really change the bad matchups and if you have a lot of bad matchups well like decks do have inherent strength and strengths and weaknesses and against every deck it's just it's not going to go your way just because you believe it will or some bullshit mm-hmm. like when i played ott i would play i played 12 crits i would rush early and i would just try to keep stacking power and criticals on my opponent hoping they run out of g guards like i'm maximizing my win rate but that doesn't mean the deck's good yeah yeah Oh, by the way, I did another one. Hard Rod Draco Kid. Oh, yeah, so, I forgot this card existed. Yeah. All right, so it's, it's a starter with Forerunner. Uh, his first skill is rest this unit. Your opponent chooses a card from his or her drop zone, binds a face-up. If he or she could not bind a card, you countercharge one. Choose one of your units with the Thunderstrike ability, and it gets 3k. And the other skill is Act, Thunderstrike 4, Counterblast 1, Shove him in Soul. Choose one of your units, it gets 3k until the end of the turn. Your opponent chooses one of his or her rear guards, retires it, and binds a face-up. So this is probably one of the best starters I've seen in a while. Yeah. Um, just because of all the stuff it can do. You can bind stuff every turn for free, and if you see dangerous coming, get him out of the way. Yep. And so, see, yep, you just got to make sure he doesn't go to the bottom of your deck, right? I, yeah. I, I was going to say, like, the, the one big weakness is uh, fucking Caliboom. So. And now Duplex well, Dragon. Well, now Duplex Dragon, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Man, I'm sure there's somebody who was playing who was playing against ZTBs and had like some grade one they needed to play and got it in duplex dragon. They were just like, I'm gonna play it. Or or worse, like a grade two or three, right? And they're just like, Oh, reveal? Oh, got it. <laughs> I'd feel so cheated. <laughs> yeah. Like duplex dragon, bind. Oh look, a grade three. I can choose anything I want. You're like, yeah. no. <laughs> I would feel so cheated. I can definitely imagine. Then. I want to bring up this card, even though it's not particularly amazing. Plasmatron Dragon. It's a common, so... Has once per turn, Thunderstrike 4. You can Counter Blast 1 against 2k for every card in your opponent's bind zone until end of turn. And then, when it's placed on Rearguard Circle, GB1, your opponent binds a card from their drop zone. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard for me to assess how useful this is to the deck. Like, you have a lot of things fighting for space. I like it because... Again, you don't do anything first stride, so being able to just make a big column, I've had this thing hit 26k first stride fairly easily, so... Alright. Like, I need some sort of pressure to do first stride when I'm doing basically nothing. Not bad. Yeah, this set, this set is, um... I don't think it's... This set is def- definitely very very meta-fighting, and I think it's pretty just as much as strong as GBT-11. Yeah, it's just not that interesting to talk about, because we list a card like, this card is good, and then we read the skill. <laughs> yeah, well, like, there, it's just that a lot of the power in this set is just in a few cards. And it's and, very self-explanatory. Yeah, so I think I think the set is, this, this set's pretty nuts. Uh, it, it, this, when, when we saw this set coming out in Japan, this is a set that I was like, maybe Bushri finally learned how to design cards, because a lot of the cards were kind of built in the same way as um, Ziegenberg. Yeah. yeah. And then they started doing token Ronbu reveals. Yeah, and then I, and I just I just can't care. <laughs> the deck will ne- like it'll just never be good, especially the way they really support of it, where they give it support at the end of cycles. Yeah, so it's always behind. So maybe it's like 
you know, like it, it goes from like a, a D to like a D a C minus when it gets it set. And then like another set comes out and it's like a D to F again. Like it's just not. Yeah. I mean, it's coming out at the same time as Link Joker and Link Joker. We can already tell that Glendio support is busted and Chaos support is busted. Yeah. And Messiah support is non-existent. <laughs> Sad. Um, so, I don't go back to Messiah at all. All right, so who do you think won this set and who do, who do you think lost this set? OTT won this set. Easily. Neonector lost. Yeah, makes sense. Neonector's <laughs> been Neonec- losing sets Neonector- for a while. Neonector didn't even show up to the party. Like, yeah. didn't, even, didn't even try to win. <laughs> no. Yeah, I remember we were trying to, like, rank it before, and uh, someone in the Discord chat tra- trying to argue for Nubatama, I was like, Nubatama got a lot of stuff that helped some of its weaknesses, and I don't think it changes its place in the meta, but it helped it. Neonector just got exactly nothing. Yeah. Pretty sad. <laughs> I-, I like how there's a Nubatama GR and just no triple R's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was weird. Like, <laughs> who allowed this? Ott won Neo Nectar lost. I think like well, this ends our analyses of two decks in the cycle, or two, or not two decks, two That's... sets that ha- are like changing the meta massively. And mm-hmm. I argue for the better because now we have, as of this set, we're going to have like five to seven top decks, which that's amazing. You know, yeah. like compared to other games like Yu-Gi-Oh, you'll have one to three at a time. And it's hard. It's hard for a card game to have more than like five or so top decks, just because like eventually you get to a point where one deck is just a better version of another deck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. Like battle. Like ZTB is just a better Gold Paladin Brave. You know, like all of these decks are just like a, a bad clone of it. Yeah. You know, like yeah. not nar- nar- like. You know, you look at like Kagura. Like Kagura is not even doing a lot post twelve. Uh, I think a it lot still of, pops up every now and then. Yeah, but I'm saying I think uh, Battle Sister is like just real or OTT in general is just pretty obnoxious for it. Because yep. it's so it, aggressive. It, it well it is it it is a deck that needed its G guards to do to do something. That's true. Mm-hmm. And then Narukami generally performs like a worse Kagura because free quad drive is just worse than cheap restander. Yeah, but it, it, it's still like. I still think we're in a good era in the game right now. Yeah, I think it, I think it has drastically improved than where we at. Where were we at? Like at GBT ten. Yeah, yeah. Gears, Night Rose. Uh, That's and, it, think... it, and it was like Night Rose was like easily better than Gears. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think <laughs> Seven Runner might have still been alive back then. It was. Yeah. 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 So we were like Grand Blue, Gear Chronicle, Royal Paladin every now and then because it could beat Grand Blue. Yeah. Oh, this was all kinds of bad time. Yeah. Um, and then th- now we're in a good time, and hopefully GBT thirteen doesn't fuck that up. Well, we'll we'll see we'll see once we start getting more reveals and stuff. I mean, but I'm the not... reveals that we've gotten so far, it seems like people who play those clans are happy with it. Yeah, but it's not that that I'm worried about. It's the 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 ZR strides. That's what <laughs> that, I, I I got a feeling in the pit of my stomach that like someone's gonna fuck something up. And it's gonna... We'll know next Saturday when Valeos fights Xion. Yep. Well, no, th- this Saturday it's uh, Dumjid versus uh, Ibuki. Yeah, but we oh, don't okay. have any indication he'll use a ZR, though. Ah, oh, that's true. But yeah, you're right. I, We're going to have Xion like, versus... It's confirmed on episode uh, 3 that the Aqua Force guy will use his ZR, so... Oh, uh, here we go. And especially because it's Xion, where he's going to get flattened. Like... <laughs> 
Yeah. All right, I mean, so uh, is everyone probably else... getting support though because the Aqua Force dude is after Fetus for whatever reason. Yeah. Is everyone else still holding their breath to see how many ZRs are going to be in a case? Yeah. Yes. That, that's what I'm worried about is the cost. I play both the clan, the nations that the ZRs in the set are for. I don't know. For me, it's just one of them. So. Like, if they're like one of each per case, these are going to be absurd. Yeah. yeah. And like, I if they're supposed to be more rare than GRs, and since GRs are like three to four per case, including SGRs. Plus the SGRs. Well, I no. Think I, I, I think there's three each and then one of each SGR. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's like... So it's yeah, like see, six to eight, I think. Yeah, so it's either they match SGRs, there's one of each per case, or there's two of each per case, but two of each per case. So two of, two of each per case, I think, is the most likely result. Yeah. But man, if it's one of each per case, it's going to be actually murderous. Yeah. Like, you, if you thought Next Stage and its heyday and Amnesty Messiah were bad... Well, like, maybe just cow- easy hundred dollars. Who knows what the United Sanctuary one's going to hit? Yeah, oh, well, Jesus. Cause, well, because the, the the big problem, and we've said this a thousand times, we're going to say it a thousand times more in the future, is that if there's a really expensive card for one clan, you can just not play that clan. But if you know this is everybody in that nation going after the card, I mean, don't well, just don't play that nation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but they're going to have one for each nation. Like the zoo one is probably going to be cheap, but like. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna go because, like, the Dark Zone one probably would have been cheap if not for Gear Chronicle, and then you know, Stargate's probably gonna no Stargate's got Lynn Joker. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think after United Sanctuary, Dark Zone's gonna be the next most expensive because of Gear Chronicles and Di. Oh yeah. Hashtag Blade Wings. Uh, and wh- then the main antagonist is gonna be playing Di. So if that's even remotely good, the Dark Zone one is gonna be. Just ridiculous. Oh boy! All right. Well, uh, you you can find uh, you can find us at Nexus at Night on Twitter. You can find me at Atlas Novak. Oh, I'm Matt Barber. No. <laughs> where can they Where can they find you? You did it fine last week. Oh, yeah. oh, right. Uh, um, at Wiggums two G's two Z's on Twitter. You can find me in. Uh, I don't even know if this Discord has like a link anymore. <laughs> There's a Discord that I'm in. I'm also in Proof Discord. Never want you to hang out. Proof's great. Yeah, yeah. Living Proof's Discord's a fun time. Uh, the other Discord is. A complete meme pool. So yeah. you can also you, you can also find root beer in there. Um, yeah. Uh, are, is there anything you want to plug while you're at it? Uh, my blog, lightningfishblog.wordpress.com. Yeah, I will eventually update something when we start getting more Aqua Force reveals. Yeah, I, I I've written a couple articles for that, and I should probably do do one of those again because that's a fun time, especially because like I'm jobless right now. So, um, what? You should fix that. I should fix that. I'm working on it. Good. Same. Yeah. Well, until next time, and oh yeah, uh, rate, comment, subscribe. I forgot we're on YouTube. So until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. And I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everyone. I want to take the time to thank anybody who found this podcast. Uh, I also recommend sharing it with your friends, family, anybody who likes Vanguard. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud or on your podcast app, that little purple thing that goes in the folder of the stuff you can't delete, like stocks. Who uses stocks? Anyway, you can also tweet me, Atlas Novak, so at A-T-L-A-S-N-O-V-A-C-K. You can also tweet at Nexus at Night, N-E-X-U-S-A-T-N-I-G-H-T, 
or you can tweet the Nexus Core YouTube channel, so at N-E-X-U-S-C-O-R-P-S. Be sure to check out that YouTube channel. Uh, we have, you know, card fights and deck profiles and all that good stuff.